Welcome to Paranormal Almanac. With your host, Kurt Sandvig. Kurt Sandvig, and on this week's edition of Paranormal Almanac, I figured let's talk some more about time travel. But first, as always, we have shout-outs. Head on over to patreon.com slash paranormalalmanac for even more episodes, Paranormal Almanac, me, stuff, I don't know, things to do. Just go over there is what I'm saying. We have shout-outs going out to Ann, Stephen, Jane Ann, Jennifer, Heather, G, Zuzu's. I'm going to give it a... What's it? Paula, Rick, Nico Share and the Mouse, Paul, Mark, Tortuga, Hannah Boo, Mike from Jersey, Jay Bizzle, Andy, Tracy, Virginia, Tony, Jason, Vicky Crow, Clay, Buzz, Libido Works, Glacier Maine, Isabel, Jen, Jen, Stacy, Amber, Sandy, Kelly, Joe, Menace the Beast, Kick-Ass Magic Robot Webcomic, Sandy, Paige, Kyle, Sean, Andrew, Scott, Andrea, Melody, Vicky, Vanessa, Marisol, Liam, Roger, Alicia, Becca, Jake, and the Beasties, Elizabeth, Void, Tech, Sherry, Art, Muffin, Trudy, Tim, Kenneth, Ricardo, Ian, Alexandra, George, Seth, Zozo the Demon, Hayden, Cindy, Ashley, Carrie, Robin, Will, Lauren, Russell, April, Isabel, Audra, Dorian, Cindy, Bob, Stacy, Jerry, Lindsay, Megan, Jeff T, Suzanne, Joe, Lawrence, Lauren Strawn, hey, howdy, hi, Veronica, Autumn, J. Mark Manning, Carolyn, Martin, Jaden, Anashi, Chuck, Todd, Jamie, and Elijah Hendrickson, Dan, Laura Pitts, and Gamer Fan. Whew, with two special shout-outs, as always. I got a little winded there. Hold on. With two special shout-outs, as always, to Joe Teague and to my boy Stitch. Alrighty, let's get uh, right on into paranormal news. I have no idea how long this episode's going to be, so it's going to be as long as it is. You'll find out when I find out. Uh, paranormal news time. Paranormal news. There was this one night we were out in the field, and suddenly there was this incredibly bright light descending from the sky. Next thing we knew, we were in this big white room, and standing in front of me was this slimy two-legged creature with these wide lizard-like eyes Thank you to Elliot again for sending that one. That one is awesome. If you want to make your own paranormal news bumper music, uh, please do. That'd be awesome. But you can send it to me by sending it to, uh, just email it to me at paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. I would love to have them. I think they're so cool that the paramaniacs are out there making amazing music like this uh, for this show. And, you know, making this show sound even better. All righty, first up in paranormal news... A mathematician thinks he can hack Earth's simulation. Again, why would you want to? 
unless your life is so bad and, you know, the world sucks. I get that. And, you know, I'm with you there. We got stupid wars and we got stupid pandemics and we got stupid people. But do we really want to mess with hacking the simulation? What if you make it worse for everybody? But this guy says that he, he can probably hack the simulation we may or may not be living in. Y'all know what the simulation theory is. Is this, is this the matrix or are we, you know, is it real life? You all know my theory about it. If you don't, my theory about it is, okay, it's a simulation. Now I know it's a simulation. What does that do for me? Unless I can hack it like this guy can and, and, you know, make myself a billionaire and change the way that shit happens. Okay, that's one thing. But if I can't, great. Now I know it's a simulation. Um, Still got to pay rent. Uh, Let's see. Still got to go to work. It makes it all that much worse to know that, you know, oh, yeah, I got to go to my job, which isn't really a job. It's a simulation of a job. And my life really isn't my life. It's a simulation of life. Well, why don't you make it better? Well, I can't because it's still, you know, the rules of the simulation. Let's just not mess with it is what I'm saying. But this guy says, uh, that's, uh, that's simulation theory. You know, 50 years after Pong, the our uh, video games became such, our computers became so powerful that it's, Impossible to distinguish between reality and a simulation, and hence, are we in a simulation? All this is interesting. They said that the simulation theory goes all the way back to the 17th century to René Descartes. The idea really game steamed in 2003 when an article written by Oxford University philosopher Nick Bostrom fully explored the concept. Thanks, Nick. Um, So if we live in a simulation, does that mean we can hack it? This guy says we could always give it a few upgrades, like talking cats. Why why talking cats? I love cats. Don't get me wrong. I love cats. But cats seem to just kind of put up with our shit. You know, dogs seem to really love us, but cats just seem to kind of put up with our shit for the most part. Do we want talking cats or do we want, like, I don't know. We need talking animals. I agree with that. But let's maybe not talk. Start with cats is what I'm saying. Let's see. Um, being a programmer, I thought about exactly what these changes might involve. He named it Unisim and uh, hypothesized it should be possible to alter our, our known reality. Unisim is just software, and if it's well-written, it should be easy to modify. Modifications could change our laws of physics or add new features to our universe. Menu options, buttons to push, knobs to fiddle with, things to make our lives more rich. All right. Again, with the talking cats thing, if you think like, oh, I got this thing, I'm going to hack it, and here's what I want to do. I want to give us like menu options and buttons to push and knobs to fiddle with. No. How about you end world hunger? You end homelessness. You give everybody a living wage with free health care. Screw free health care. How about we give everybody a living wage that's really good and no ailments? How about that? How about we stop like cancer? Nope, it's gone. AIDS, nope, that's gone. COVID, nope, that's gone. How about that? I don't care about knobs to fiddle with. Look, I like knobs just as much. Like the the little panel that I do this thing on, the road uh, the roadcaster, it's got lots of knobs and buttons. Like, look, that's a button I just pushed. How about that's a button I just pushed? Yep, all buttons I pushed. Fun, but not improving my life to an nth degree. That like say. No pain or hunger. How about that? Let's start with that. No war. How about do that? Let's see. It's conceivable that the meta hackers considered pull requests changes to the source code from our universe. Um, I don't know what that means. 
He said that uh, exploring if a reality is a simulation is a serious field of scientific study. However, understanding exactly how a unisim could actually work, or even if it exists, exists at all, is likely impossible to discern as a computer capable of running such a simulation would be beyond human comprehension. All right, so in the six-paragraph article, he gave up in the sixth paragraph. He was like, oh, yeah, I can do it. I'm going to knobs and everything. But by the sixth one, he's like, I probably can't do it. Can't, I can't. I'm not that good. The computer's better than us. So I guess, um, are we living in a simulation? Doesn't matter. That's the end. If you take one thing away from this paranormal news story, it's it doesn't matter. You still have to do the same bullshit that you had to do prior to the knowledge of it being a simulation. Up next in paranormal news, this is a weird one. A guy says he had a heart attack and went to hell in 2016. Here's what he saw. First, let me just say, he's a priest. He said he briefly went to hell in 2016. Why is a priest going to hell? You do that math. Um, in 2016, a Michigan-based priest named Gerald Johnson suffered a heart attack. He said he had a near-death experience that sent him to somewhere he never thought he'd visit. Hell. So he goes to TikTok, and he shares, you know, the details of hell. So now, now I can get to my question. What do you think a priest that was sent to hell is going to see in hell? Nope. That's not that one. Little Nope, nope, not that one either. Um, he says he saw men walking like dogs and heard demons singing Rihanna songs. All right, I'm kind of down with that. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, what else did he say? He said, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I don't care what he did to me. No one deserves that. He says that immediately after his heart attack in February 2016, his spirit left his physical body and went down to hell, entering through the very center of the earth. Though he says the things I saw are indescribable, he then goes on to describe them. He says he saw a man walking on all fours like a dog and getting burnt from head to toe. His eyes were bulging, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound. There was a demon holding the chains. Johnson also heard music in hell, including Rihanna's Umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Only this time, demons were singing to torture people. I don't care. I don't care. If that's the worst that hell has for me, is that I have to be taken for a walk like a dog every now and then. Like, I don't want to be burnt. Don't get me wrong. But then a bunch of demons are singing, don't worry, be happy. I'm going to sing along. Every time, I'm going to sing along just to make their job harder. Let's see. He says this hellacious NDE, near-death experience, made him realize he needed to forgive people who had wronged him instead of hoping for their punishment. You're a fucking priest. Why are you hoping for people's punishment? You deserve to go to hell. Uh, scientists say that many of the most publicized NDEs have a positive spin. Negative NDEs certainly occur, too. They're not just sure why or how. Um, Do we have... Where is this TikTok? I want to... I want to listen to this guy. I want to see if I can judge him even more. So is it true that you saw hell? Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. I saw the real hell. I was there. And I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. I don't care what a person has done to me. I would never wish that on them. Um, but for me, the way it went is that I thought that I was having a heart attack. And uh, I physically, my, my spirit left my physical body. And I thought that I was going upward but because uh, I had... Thought I had done so much good in this lifetime and helped nope. so many people and nope. made so many decisions that were godly decisions. But, nope. um, as opposed to me going up, I went down and I went literally into literally into the center of the earth. And that, that's where hell is. Jesus even said that in the scriptures. 
He says, uh, just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a whale, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. Uh, which word is where, where hell is. Oh, come on, man. Um, Get to the, the fucking hell. It. Get to hell. Come on. You, you can't you can't be far literally Shut up. undescribable. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Now I see why you go to hell. It takes you four, five like, minutes to tell a story. Oh. So he was like a dog in hell. And what was even worse than that is Do you that think the demon picked up his poop afterwards? It, it was a demon holding the chain. And I knew because their things are not they're not said, they're known. You just, it's like a telepathic communication. Um, I knew that this demon was sent in this man's life to ride him from his childhood until the time that he died because the demon knew that if I could stay in his life long enough on the earth, if I can keep getting him to not serve God and to make bad decisions on the earth, then I'll have power over him in hell and he'll be a slave to me. Mm. So it's like twice a slave. It's like you're a slave. Uh, the music demons were singing it. And it was some of the same lyrics that we hear here. Um, and then again, things, like I said, they, they're not, things are not telepathically, they're te things are telepathically known there. I knew that on earth, a lot of the lyrics and the music and the songs are inspired by demons. <laughs> so sometimes when people smoke to get high and, and to, to get lyrics and to get verses and, and rappers and all those things. So in a lot of music, people actually smoke to get high, to get verses and to get bars and to be high. Yeah, like Bobby McFerrin and Don't Worry, Be Happy. Nope, I'm calling. Uh, you deserved it. And that's your own personal hell. And your own personal hell is weird as shit, dude. If you want to hear more about it, you can go to his name is Gerald A. Johnson one on uh, TikTok. There's about four more minutes of the, or three more minutes of just him telling me why how rappers get their lyrics, and it's probably because of demons. I don't, okay, I don't care. Moving on, up next in paranormal news, UFO-like cloud forms in Turkey? So I just posted this one just a little bit ago to the uh, fan page on, on Facebook, so you can go and take a look at it there. It's also on the BBC. You can just type in UFO Turkey in Google Images or Google News or whatever. Google's what I'm saying, and you'll see it. The photo, it, um... Yeah, it doesn't look like a doesn't look like a UFO to me. It looks like a vagina. Not a particularly well taken care of vagina, but a, a vagina nonetheless. Uh it's a cloud that kind of looks like a vagina. And then someone was like, well, that's a UFO. And that guy probably has never given a woman an orgasm. Alrighty, up next in paranormal news, let's keep moving on from vagina cloud to Juarez UFO was of non-human origin. Mexico, Mexico, ah, Mexico ufologist, there we go, uh, Jaime uh, Mousen, he claims that, um, that Juarez UFO, the most famous UFO um, that ho hovered over the Juarez soccer stadium, shows a ship of non-human origin. If you don't know about it, uh, let's see if he, there we go. There's a, a photo that's, that, it's going around. It's supposedly, it looks really a lot like a UFO over the stadium. It's blowing up everywhere. People are talking about it like crazy. He said that this is definitely not of an Earth origin, and it does. It looks like a UFO. He says, given it all, I think it's a ship of non-human origin. And I can't prove him wrong. It's definitely a UFO because I don't know what it is. So with that, let's move on to the next one because I kind of want to get into this episode about time travel. 
Oh, here's a good one. Ten reasons to take UFOs seriously. I haven't read the reasons yet, so I'm 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 on pins and needles. I can't wait to find out the real ten reasons to take UFO seriously. Number one. Ooh, should I do it from ten to one? I'm gonna do it from ten to one. It's gonna be like a, a David Letterman kind of uh top ten list countdown. Number ten, UFOs are an intriguing mystery with potentially profound implications. This list better get better. Number nine. UFOs are a fiercely bipartisan issue. Okay, no, that one I agree with. That is that is true. There, you know, I don't care what side of politics. Oh my God, Kurt's talking about politics. Everybody run. I don't care what side of politics you stand on. Everybody agrees. What the hell's going on with UFOs? So I like that one. Number eight, the government's UFO hunt may have already hit national security pay dirt. Yeah, that I agree with that one too. I think that... Uh, these new investigations and reports have already come up with conclusions, but they just can't tell us about it because, you know, the government sucks. Number seven, an intra-government battle over UFOs may be brewing. What does this mean? There's credible, cred, ah, credible evidence that competing elements of the U.S. government have split into pro and anti-UFO factions. If this is the case, history is repeating itself. Ooh, I want to be pro-UFO. Number six. Credible sources observed UFOs for decades. Well, that we already knew. Yep. Number five, public analyses corroborate eyewitness accounts of UFOs exhibiting remarkable technology. Again, yes, they do. They're, you know, the, the, just the Tic Tac videos alone. Uh, number four, scientists are interested in the UFO phenomenon and have been for decades. Yep. That's, that's true. What is this? What is this again? The top 10 reasons to take UFOs seriously. Yeah, all right. Number three, government officials are making eyebrow-raising statements about UFOs. Well, that's true. In the past five years or so, I would say yes. Number two, Congress is taking UFOs extremely seriously. I don't know about extremely. If it was extremely seriously, they wouldn't be just, you know, piecemealing out the reports to us and giving us the bullshit. And the number one reason to take UFOs seriously from Paranormal Almanac Military pilots and other service members reported more than 500 additional UFO incidents. Some appeared to demonstrate highly advanced technology. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, those are a good top 10. Let's move on to the Centennial State Bigfoot sighting snagged by a satellite. That's right. Bigfoot has been spotted by Google Earth. It even gives you the coordinates. Let's see, word world, world traveled fast regarding the site in Montrose County of the creature known to some as Sasquatch, others as Steve. It doesn't say that. After a post was made to his 14-year-old subreddit dedicated to Bigfoot back on January 17th. It gives the, it gives the actual coordinates. And then I'm going to try and view the larger map because I really, really want to keep on zooming in on, on Bigfoot. And I'll put this one in the, um, the Facebook fan page as well. Here we go. Time to zoom, Kurt. Keep. Oh, okay. Let's try making it 3D then. What? It doesn't zoom in any more than that? Hmm. Looks like a tree to me. I'm going to keep reading. An estimated seven foot five inch tall creature can be seen seemingly walking in the northwest direction. I mean, it does kind of look like something's walking, but I can't zoom in enough to say is it a small tree? Is it a bear? A puddle? A hiker without any gear? Or is it? Wait, or is it? 
Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Hopefully I remember to put echo in after that Bigfoot. If I didn't, just remember, just just imagine me going like Bigfoot, foot, foot, foot. Let's see. It. I mean, it kind of does. Looks like someone walking. It's probably... They, upon further analysis of this photo, one can come to the reasonable conclusion that this is likely a lake or a pond that, transi- that transitions between visible and not visible based on its water level at the time of the year of the photo. Oh, I'm seeing what I get what they're saying. They're saying if you kind of like go back in Google Earth time, it's not there. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. So it's saying, you know, it's probably an ebbing and flowing pond. But the other people are saying, no, that's not the case. There is no pond there. You know, go there yourself. Yeah, screw it. Go there yourself. Go to that, uh, the Montrose County and go to that exact spot. Wave to Google Earth and see what you look like compared to a seven foot five. uh, How do they know it's seven feet, five inches tall? That's impressive to me that they can get that you know, precise on Google Earth. I know that like satellites can do that. They can read like license plates, but how can like regular, how can a guy like me go, yep, that's seven foot five. I don't know. That's weird. And then finally in paranormal news, the TikTok video of the UFO ball and the planes that everybody's been sending me. Yep, I've seen it. Thank you. Normally I don't watch these things until, you know, it's actual podcast time, but my friend Lauren likes to send me TikToks of stuff usually of, you know, like UFOs and stuff. And this was definitely one. And um, I'll play it again. I'm gonna... Here we go. There's a ball slowly flying by. And then two fighter jets. One, two. Here's my problem with the video. My problem with the video is why is this guy recording? It seems to, seemingly he's recording prior to the ball even coming overhead. He's on his motorcycle and stopped. I guess theoretically, okay, okay. I guess theoretically you could say he was riding his motorcycle, saw this UFO ball, pulled over, got off his motorcycle, started recording. The UFO flew over, and then those two planes flew over. But the it's 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 I mean the planes look to me like CGI. I can't hundred percent say it's CGI, but the planes look to me like CGI. The ball's um, speed compared to the pl- the plane's speed don't match up. Those planes would have flew past them in like a second, not are trying to catch up to them. I'm not buying it. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I'm not buying it. So I'm gonna say if you haven't seen it, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Just look up ball UFO planes. It'll be right there. And then there was one that I, I found right just prior to, to coming on air. I wanted to look it up and see if they actually make remote-controlled little tykes. Remote control little tyke. All right, let's see if they do. This is going to – no, they don't. Still nothing's coming up. All righty, so there's a video that I just posted on the Facebook fan page. Um, let me play it for you. Okay, so I'm going to pause it real quick. So there's one of those little tyke cars. I think they're called little tyke cars. Those little red cars with the yellow tops to them that kids can, like, scoot around in. Pretty much every kid's first car ever. Um, There's one of those. It's the living room. The mom's filming it because the car is rolling, seemingly rolling towards her and slowly turning, like someone's in there riding it. (gasps) Braylon? Braylon? What's happening with your car? And it's moving back and forth. And then the 
<laughs> that the <gasps> is because the door opens on the, the like the the driver's side door opens up. Um yeah, it's called a little tykes. It's it's a little tykes car. If you if you don't know what they are, if you're from a different country and you're like, oh, they don't have little tykes there, just just type in little tykes car and and you'll see it. It's the little red or orangish colored thing with a yellow roof. Kids get in there and they kind of just scoot around by their feet. Now this video, it does look like there should be a kid in there scooting around, and then the door opens and freaks the hell out of the mom. But I like how the mom like blames the kid. Hey Braylon, what the hell's going on with your car? <gasps> And, and then the video ends. So I assume she just ran over and like slapped Braylon to make him stop it, even though he has nothing to do with it. Because the kid is standing by it and kind of being like, are you on Are you on video? As I'm assuming what Braylon's saying. Can't really tell. So Braylon, be clearer. First, what's going on with your car? And then, then be clearer. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. We are back. And Braylon, what the hell's going on with your car? Um, We're back. I figured let's talk some more about time travel. Why? Because I love it. I love the idea of traveling back in time, you know, going, because if you were to ask me, where would I go in back in time? Besides like, you know, the, the personal ones, like, you know, I'd go back and see my friends that passed away or I'd go back and see Stitch or I'd change some things. Like I can, you know, that's cool. All well and good. But if you said, all right, now you've done all that, now what do you want to do? Oh, sweet. I'm going to go to the Beatles. I'm going to go see the Beatles on the rooftop. I'm going to be one of those people on the rooftop watching the Beatles. Easy. Done. I mean, there's many, many more things. I would go watch the filming of Star Wars or go see Star Wars on opening day. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to do. Meet Betty Page and Marilyn Monroe and go through, just walk through old Hollywood. I think it'd be cool as hell. But I love, absolutely love time travel. So... Future Kurt, you know exactly when this is being recorded. Time Travelers, you know exactly when this is being recorded. It's being recorded on January 12th, 2023 at 11.04 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time. Call in now. Any Time Travelers, you can call in now, just like the last Time Travel episode I did. The lines are open. You know the number. If you don't know the number... It is 818-732-9399. Once again, that phone number is 818-732-9399. Time travelers, the lines are open. Call in now to talk to Kurt or to tell me about the future or the past or time travel in general. So with that being said, the lines are going to be open, just like a live show. The lines are going to be open while I do this entire episode. So if the phone rings, I'm going to probably pee myself. And, you know, hopefully it's a time traveler and not just my neighbor asking me to help her with her computer. Okay. First, let's get this one out of the way. The big question with time travel is, where are all the time travelers? All right. Most people say, since we haven't met any time travelers, then boom, time travel isn't real. Others say... You can only time travel back as far as the minute the time travel the time machine was built. For example, if I build the time machine today, January 21st, 11 a.m. I just finished it, I put the last thing in and boop, turn it on. That is as far back as I will ever be able to travel because I just built the time machine. Now still others say that time travel is scientifically possible. 
But since I don't know the answers to any of these questions, I figured let's dive right into this episode. And look, I'm the first, I'm the world's first para-influencer, not the world's first time travel expert. Um, so I figured let's talk about that last one first. Is time travel even possible? And for that, we're going to go into a kind of paranormal news uh, story for this one. It's going to be quite a few of them. But um, a time traveler claims, oh, that's not the right one. Where's this one? What? No. Oh, I got to find the right article. Hold on a second. Somehow I copy and pasted the wrong article. Almost as if time travel is trying to stop me from talking about time travel. It's like I got time copped. Here we go. No, that's not it either. What? All right, now this is interesting. So I had an article about is time travel even possible? All queued up and ready to go. And now I can't find it. I can't find the article. Um, give me a second. Let me see if I can. Oh, here we go. We got, uh, oof. All right, I thought I got, I thought I just got Berenstain Baird for a second there. All right, we're back. A physicist claim, came up with a math that shows that paradox-free time travel is plausible. That's the best we're going to get for right now is plausible until, you know, we can actually do it. But they say that since no one has managed to travel through time, at least to our knowledge, is the possible, you know, is it theoretically possible? And he says, classical dynamics say if you know the state of a system at a particular time, this can tell us the entire history of the system. However, Einstein's theory of general relativity predicts the existence of time loops or time travel where any event can both be in the past and the future of itself, theoretically turning the study of dynamics on its head. But using computers, they think they can close up those loops, just like you know Einstein predicted, and it will fit in the rules of free will and classical physics. The math checks out. And the results of the stuff of science fiction, says physicist Fabio Costa, Costa from the University of Queensland, who supervised the research. They Basically, the research smoothed out the problem with another hypothesis. The time travel is possible, but the time travelers would be restricted in what they did to stop them from creating a paradox. In this model, time travels... Time travelers have the freedom to do whatever they want, but paradoxes are not possible. Uh, basically, bending space and time to get in the past remains elusive, but theoretically possible. Even Stephen Hawking said, we, we'll get there one day. We might get there one day. He thought it was definitely possible. And uh, try as you might to create a paradox, the events will always adjust themselves to avoid any inconsistencies, says Costa. So basically, you can't go back and kill Hitler. Everybody wants to kill Hitler. Well, you can't because it would create a paradox and that the events will adjust themselves to avoid that paradox. So I guess you could go back and try and kill Hitler, but another time traveler will shoot you by accident, hence stopping you from killing Hitler at the last second. I don't know. I'm not a physicist in case you guys don't know, but... This guy says time travel is possible. He's a physicist. He's looked into it. So I'm going to go on that that uh, premise and continue on this episode. So let's uh, let's look at back at some supposed uh, time travelers, older time travel stories. Did they tell the truth? And oh, I know. Hi, Rum. Hello. Hi, you. 
Hi, sweetheart. I love you too. All righty. I well, I know it's your your time traveling up to my lap. Come on up here. Hi, sweetheart. I hi, beautiful girl. Okay, so this uh this first story. When we're going back and looking at older time travels, I couldn't find. Look, the first thing I'll say is I couldn't find one of these. You know, I'm a time traveler. Ask me anything from Reddit that talked about COVID before COVID happened. So strike one. Didn't happen. You think that'd be a bigger thing? That some time traveler would go back and be like, look, stock up on hand sanitizer and masks because COVID's coming and it's going to be bad. But this first guy says, this one came from... A time traveler claims 2023. No, why you keep sending? All right, now I'm getting weirded out. Why is it doing that? This is really weird. Um, <clears throat> Kurt here, this is really weird. So far, this is link two of two that has not been the proper link at all. And I looked at it right before, right before I did this episode. I do an outline basically for every episode. And I go through it. Um, and I had every link correctly. And I, you know, I, I go through the outline. I look to make sure there are the links there so I can click on them. And <laughs> two for two. This one's, this is weirding me out. I will say if it continues on through the rest of this episode, I'm really going to be weirded out. So. Um, I guess time travelers have a good sense of humor and they just want to fuck with me while I do my podcast. But found the link again, have to manually do it. A time traveler, this one was uh, from December 12th, 2022. Time traveler whose World Cup final prediction has been proven false won't delete footage from the future. So this isn't the exact one that I wanted, but it's still talking about the same guy. There was a guy that said, hey, um, I can tell you exactly who's going to win the World Cup. A TikTok account said World Cup time traveler shared a video in which they claimed to offer us a glimpse at the outcome of the World Cup final. Here it is below. So let's click on that. Brazil just beat France in the 2022 World Cup final. I'm a time traveler, it says. And it shows footage of Brazil basically freaking out because they just beat uh, France in the World Cup. It uh, This video was viewed 32 million times times on TikTok. I got to get on. I got to, I got to start my TikTok New Year's resolution because this is bullshit. This guy got a video that was viewed 32 million times that predicted that Brazil would beat France in the final two to one. However, that didn't happen. In case you didn't know, Argentina won the World Cup 2022 by defeating France in the penalty shootout four to two after the match was drawn at three to three in the regular time and extra time. So, strike one for time travelers on the internet because that didn't happen, but this guy did get probably some serious cash for 32 million views. First one, nope. Oh, fingers crossed. Next, here's a guy from a year ago on Reddit. I say hopingly. Let's see if it's the right link. Yes. All right. We're so, we're good. Okay. I'm a time traveler from the year 2117. Ask me anything. He's, he wrote this a year ago. Uh, people are asking him, how will the state uh, House and Senate end up in 2022? And the guy was basically says, oh, I don't know anything about politics. Because that's what time travelers do when they don't want to give 
you know, definitive answers that can be proved wrong. But he does say, on September 17th, 2023, the line of succession is assassinated on live television during a conference broadcast from the president and vice president at 9 p.m. Eastern time. The designated survivor is immediately flown to a safe house in Anchorage, Alaska, and is declared the 47th president of the United States at 12.15 a.m. The new president, broadcasting from Alaska while the world watched the news in shock, all jobs and schools take the day off. However, the new president urged everyone to go back to life as normal as the emergency government was planned to be formed in the coming weeks. Martial law was declared by the surviving U.S. government at 12.45 a.m., September 17, 2023. This day was tracked and historically considered accurate in my time. All right, so we've got eight months to go, basically. A little under eight months to go, and then martial law in the U.S. anyway. We'll see if he's right. Um, they talk about, have you ever seen an Airbus 8380? He says, sure. Yeah, of course. Why not? Um, someone asked how his time machine works. He says it's a phone. That's boring. Can you move back and forth between time periods? It will. Yes, but it goes against the rules of time travel core I work for. Everybody works for some kind of time travel core. They always say that. Um, does the government use military drones on its citizens during the civil wars? Not the American government, but the people who took over the American government. Yes. Social media raids also occur. Um, is crypto the new main currency? Yes. It's not doing good right now. Um, do you know any events that happened in the UK? The UK follows the same traditions in 2117 as it did in 2021. It's not even that different. Well, there you go. If you live in the UK, it seems like it's kind of like business as usual. So I guess you got eight months to move to the UK, according to this time traveler. Um, is Queen Elizabeth still alive from one year ago? The guy said, no, why would she be? The time I come from is not some chromatic, stereotypical vision of the future that people of your time drum up. People still die at old age. All right, that's, that's, that's a cop-out answer. Total cop-out answer. What happens with Bitcoin? The guy says, we weren't even taught about that in my time. When I first got here, I read about it online, but no, we don't use that. We don't even use that. Sounds very early 21st century. From my understanding, it's a type of online currency. It probably collapsed in the 2030s to 2050s. Oh, ho. this did not age well in a year because Bitcoin is crumbling. Um, nah, the rest of it's boring. So nothing really major. I mean, obviously, we're all in, in people in America. We got a civil war coming and martial law in eight months. But uh, all right, let's move on to a time traveler from nine years ago. So this guy posted nine years ago that I'm a time traveler from the future, here to beg you to stop what you're doing. So from nine years ago. And the thing he wants us to stop doing is Bitcoin. That's right. Two for two for Bitcoin. He says that Bitcoin just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up. Too much to the point um, that it's just it's just kind of crumbling the world's economy because of how great Bitcoin is consistently doing from nine years ago all the way up to when he's what part? What where year is he from? Doesn't say. Ah, from twenty twenty five. So from nine years ago to 2025, he says Bitcoin just keeps going exponentially and taking over all forms of currency. That one did not age well either. 
So nope for nope on that one. How about this time traveler from, again, nine years ago, this person posted, I'm a time traveler from the future. Ask me anything about the next 20 years. That's right. I'm a middle-aged man currently living in 2034 Canada. Again, this was posted nine years ago and even gives proof. So let's click on this little imger picture of proof. 20 years ago today, time traveler from Reddit answers all questions from an article written on May 28th, 2034. Well, this is, that's convenient proof. It's, it's about him from the future. Um, <clears throat> this guy says, why does the proof contain spelling errors? That's true. It does. Um, they ask him about technology. Uh, it is funny. His, a lot of his proof, um, was misspelled. They ask, why did you miss Stephen Hawking's party? If you guys don't know about this, um, I kind of talked about it at the beginning. Um, it's kind of where I get up, came up with the idea of, you know, call in now time travelers. Stephen Hawking invited time travelers to a party but didn't send out the invite until after the party happened because time travelers would have known and came back and gone to the party. So they asked him, why did you miss Stephen Hawking's party? And he said, because I didn't want to go to a party with one other person. It would have been boring. Nah, bullshit. There would have been lots of time travelers there, so I'm calling bullshit on that. Um, another person pointed out that um, his proof image was from Chrome that has not been updated in 20 years, so still using the same Chrome as now. Um, this person, oh, nope, it was just a text. Don't worry. It's not a text from a time traveler. It's just a regular text. <clears throat> the time traveler says, in my opinion, the world becomes better. Uh, U.S. president elected in 2016 is Jeff Boss. There we go. The president from 2016, the U.S. president in 2016 was, was a man named Jeff Boss. Um, so I'm going to say, nope, wrong. Um, sorry, time traveler from nine years ago. You got that one wrong. All righty. How about this one? This is from three years ago. Another person saying I'm a time traveler. See, they keep saying that there's no proof of time travelers. I can find you hundreds and hundreds of these people that say I'm a time traveler from the early 30th, blah, blah, blah. You know, talk to me now. So this one was from three years ago. <clears throat> this person says I'm a time traveler from the early 30th century. And they say from three years ago, they asked, when will COVID end? Or does COVID end soon is what it actually asked. And this time traveler says, no, it ends in five years. So we still have two more years of COVID and then boop, that's it. We're gone. So that's about the only good thing from this time traveler. So I'm going to skip ahead. So we got, you know, a couple more years of, of COVID and then, you know, all back to normal, apparently, according to the 30th century time traveler. This next one says, I'm a time traveler trapped in your timeline after completing my mission. This one was done 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Um, doesn't really give any basic info at all that, that I could be like, whoa, 12 years ago they talked about COVID or <clears throat> who the next two presidents were or any of this stuff or three presidents, really. No, two presidents. Um he asked, they took a lot of questions and didn't answer them in any way, shape or form that makes any kind of like, like if they asked like what happens in, you know, who's the next president? Well, the presidents go through, they never give us specific answers. Um, basically 
they just keep on talking in, in circles. So they kind of answer the question without answering the question at all with any definitive answers, any facts, basically. Um, they said that, uh, yeah, this is all, all time traveler said one person said, when will I get my hoverboard? I was promised from 12 years ago. The time traveler says, whenever you invent one, I'm in the same time timeline as you now. So I have no idea when or if someone will ever be, ever will get it invented. That's a cop out answer. I still want an actual hoverboard. Not one of those stupid two wheel, like look like an idiot rolling down the sidewalk. An actual hoverboard. The second I can get an actual hoverboard, poof, that's, I'm going to be outside all day long. Um, any new world wars? When did they start? What caused them? This guy answered, no world wars. In fact, none of the time travelers came from a ca causality that had survived a world war after nuclear physics was discovered. So this guy's saying no world wars. Um the population of humans was only around 100,000 or so. That seems really low. Really, really low. Um, seems bad. And uh, that's about it. So this guy, again, no real specifics. So I'm going to say no to that one as well. So far, time travelers, no proof, or time traveler proof, no, non-existent. So let's move on to this next one. 12 years ago, another time traveler from the year 2072... Um, again, no, no real answers. Did they ever get their Arrested Development movie, uh, made? No spoilers. Well, sorry. They did two more seasons instead and they weren't very good, but this guy didn't say that. This guy just ignored that question. Could have answered. There was two more seasons on Netflix and they were bad or got worse. Um, this one doesn't give any answers. At all, like none. And people are like, oh, are you John Teeter? Every time there's a time traveler online, they're like, are you John Teeter? If you don't know who John Teeter is, listen to my old episodes about time travel. I can't go into everything with you. Time travel back to listening to that old episode from four or five years ago. Um, Nothing, absolutely nothing. This guy doesn't give any specifics about any wars, any famines, any pandemics, any global, uh, you know, Economy thing? Like, nothing. There's absolutely nothing. Um, in my timeline, there's a major nuclear exchange between two nations starting in the year 2015. Bum, bum, bum. It's very John Teetery. But he says, you know, but I came from a parallel universe, so, you know, time travel is not specific. All right, so that's old ones. So far, like I said, all of the old ones I could find, not one proof that time travel was real. So let's talk about the new ones because just as many old time travelers that are on Reddit, there are new time travelers like just about every week in newspapers. And I air quoted the hell out of that word newspapers, like the sun and the daily star and the mirror, you know, like the, basically the weekly world news of the world. So this one says, I'm an accidental time traveler. What lies in store for the Cardassians in 2023 revealed? This is what you guys all came to this episode for. It's not to find out when COVID's going to end or if we're going to be in a war coming up soon. No, it's what are the Cardassians up to in 2023? Um, let's see. Nothing. They're going to, they're the same as usual. Every year is a good year for the Cardassians. Shut up. Will Kanye see the same level of success in 2023? 
He does. But he doesn't have much going on. Okay. It shouldn't end well for him, but I did say, think the same thing back in 2016 about a similar guy, and that turned out to be wrong. What does that mean? I have no idea what that means. Um, I'm a time traveler from 2020. Enjoy 20, 2016. It's as good as it gets for a while. And he said, no, I mean, I, none of this makes any sense. It's not looking good. Um, he made a number of intriguing predictions that... China can expect from the year ahead how Twitter will play out with Elon Musk at his helm. It's not looking good. Depends on how long Musk stays interested. If he gets bored or tired of it and wanders off, things will get weird. It's already weird. Relax. Calm down, time traveler. It's already weird. Um, Kanye is likely to run for president, although it might not go well. Kim Kardashian was hit by critics over her, over some comment that she made. He says she'll be fine, though. Okay, basically, no proof at all. Nothing even to really, like, cling on to for for what's coming up in just 2023. So let's move on to the next one. Time Traveler claims 2023 will see interdimensional wars between humans and aliens. Way more interesting. Took me, like, 49 minutes to get to something interesting for time travelers. All right, 2023, we're going to have an interdimensional war between humans and aliens. Uh, It's before the year ends. This person, only named as Beyond Time Traveler, being from the year 2869, says, A major disaster for the U.S. Remember these dates. Remember these dates. Humans may reconsider the existence of us, time travelers, March 18th, 2023. An 8.1 earthquake on the Richter scale will hit in Whistler, Alaska. All right, so that one's coming up very soon. March 18th, 2023, 8.1 earthquake in Alaska. Mark that on your calendar when it doesn't happen, or if it happens, I don't want to be negative. If it happens, we'll all regroup and I'll talk about it on another episode. June 26th, 2023, a new creature bigger than the blue whale is discovered in the Pacific Ocean. It measures 350 feet. So June, got that to look forward to. That's cool. October 1st, 2023, first sightings of the the Goloth a far more intelligent species than humans. Well, good for the Goloth. All right. October 1st, 2023. There we go. But this will lead to an interdimensional war. They are coming. Um. Yeah. All right. So that's about, I mean, we got a lot to look forward to in 2023 from this guy. So let's see if any of those predictions come to pass and let's keep on keeping on because I'm getting kind of late in this episode. So let's move on to this next one. Time traveler who gets drunk and predicts the future says AI could kill us all. Well, I kind of agree with that. That's the same guy. It's the same dude using the same photo. Come on, Daily Star. I'm a time traveler from 2020. Enjoy 2016. It's as good as it gets for a while. Well, 2016 sucked, so you were wrong. Don't use that as proof. Um, He retweeted the post about the pandemic and says he wasn't far off. No, you were far off. Stop it. Um, he didn't mention COVID. That's some bullshit. Let's see. When asked about the state of AI technology in 2023, he says it'll be about the same as it is right now. Creepy, disconcerting, and not ready for prime time. For the life of me, I cannot figure out why we're trying to build one. The best case scenario would be the emergence of a new terrible ethical dilemma. Worst case scenario, it kills us all. There is no win. Um, That's all he's got to say on that one. That one's anticlimactic. So let's move on very quickly to this next one. 
This one says, couple claiming to be time travelers from 2027 share footage proving they're all alone. What does that mean? A couple was shocked by the internet, uh, shocked the internet by claiming that they're living in the future and they have the footage to prove it. Watch the weird video below. Here we go. Going to load an ad, aren't you? You're going to pop up an ad, aren't you? They're TikTokers Javier. The hook and ladder has nope, been. A- nope. Javier and Maria. They claim to be stuck alone in the future, but thankfully they have each other for company. They're the only ones left. Hey, go to the. There we go. All right, so the video proof is them walking around in a tiny apartment. Not a tiny apartment. It looks like a hotel room, really. It doesn't even look like an apartment. He's getting in bed with a woman that's asleep, and he's creepingly rubbing her arm or his arm. What? That's the video? What? I'm sorry. That was the whole video is that a person walking through a hotel room and then gets in bed with another person and creepily rubs, rubs their arm? Um, this better not have gotten 32 million views or I'm getting on TikTok right now and just talking nonsense. Hi, I'm Maria. I'm from the same, pro- uh, same project as Javier. I appear here because I'm still processing everything I've lived and I'm still trying to find a solution. I have a lot to understand and I've decided to change the current situation. She says, I'm a scientist. My strong point is nuclear physics. Mm -hmm. I know Javier and his experiment since the beginning, even though he didn't know it at the time. And now finally, I'm here to help him. These are the absolute dumbest videos. Then there's a video of them walking through some museum, but there's no other people in the museum. So proof that they're alone or that they went to a museum on like a Tuesday. They said that Javier has been... um, Alone, spending the last 340 days stranded, trying to find human life among, amid claims from other TikTokers that uh, he is the last surviving human. Last year, he was in 2028. And now, somehow, he found Maria in 2027. Why the hell are you watching these people's videos? This is pissing me off. This is really aggravating me that these guys are getting tons of hits for walking through museums, empty museums. I can do that. Look, I can walk through my house right now and show you videos and say, look, there's no other people in my house right now. I must be the last person in the world because there's no other person in my house. Stop it. Next one. Time Traveler claims 2023. Again, interdimensional war between humans and aliens from a different website. Oh, that interdimensional war is looking more and more real. Another website that says, you guess it, hostile aliens that built the pyramids will return soon. A self-professed time traveler has warned that the hostile alien race that built the pyramids will return to Earth and will start the First World War after Christmas of 2022. Uh Uh-oh, that didn't happen. We, We survived this war, apparently. So supposedly this past Christmas that just happened a couple of months ago, or a month ago, we were supposed to get hit by the aliens that built the pyramids. That didn't happen. Keep on keeping on. I got so many more of these. I'm gonna get I'm gonna start burning through these quicker. I'm a time traveler from 2137. A nuclear war wipes out millions by 2025, and much of Britain has vanished. Uh oh, sorry, Britain. You 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 thought you were gonna be okay that I'm only America was fucked. Not true now. This guy says we're all screwed. Um he recorded a 90-minute lecture of himself. 90 minutes, good lord, describing how he traveled through time, what he saw, and what happened. He said he was so part of the so-called Philadelphia experiment. Cool. Um, he spent some time in the 1990s, two separate periods. He was born in 1927. There's absolutely no proof of any of that. When he was 16, he joined the Navy. 
And he says, that's right, a nuclear war will happen by 2025. So, you know, someone marked down that date too. So if I'm doing the apocalyptic um, paranormal almanac from a nuclear wasteland, you can be like, hey, Kurt, remember on episode two, whatever, 200 and whatever, you said that was going to happen? Well, it happened. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll say I was wrong about that guy if that happens. Next one, TikToker. They're a time traveler, released a set of important dates to look out for next month. Claims to be from the year 2671. Says the silent shrine is coming coming on February 27th. Remember that date, February 27th. The silent shrine is coming. Boy, this episode makes me really sad. I don't believe any of these fucking idiots, but this episode really makes me seem like I'm like going all InfoWars. The silent shrine is coming, people. You know the silent shrine is coming on February 19th. Do what you can. It wasn't the date. February 27th. Do what you can before then. Get out of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not going to end the world. There's going to be nuclear wars. Oh, that hurts my voice. How's that guy do that all the time? Um, so, yeah, February 2023. Um, oh, here's another date. He has another date on this one. May 15th, 2023 as well. A 750-foot mega tsunami hits California. Oh, but mainly San Francisco. All right, I'm fine with that. Bye, San Francisco. Sorry, you've been good. Um, wait, I'm not going to be in San Francisco on that time, am I? God, I hope not. No, no, it's April. I'm good. I got there just before that. Let's see. Hunker down. I'm a time traveler. The world's largest earthquake ever recorded will strike a major U.S. city in just months. That's right. He's from the distant future. He says there are three dates to keep in mind. September 19th. What? September 19th, 2022 will be a super big day. will change the world forever. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember anything happening on September 19th last year. Um... But he says, March 25th, 2023, the largest recorded earthquake in human history will hit San Francisco. Wow. Some guy says Alaska. This guy says San Francisco. 9.8 in March. Wow. That's a huge earthquake. Um, Largest earthquake ever recorded. All right. Well, there's another date to keep. There's so many dates to keep in mind. Someone's got to write down, like, someone's got to sum up this entire episode besides this episode was all bullshit. Um, someone's going to sign like sum up this entire episode with the dates so we can all keep track. This next one, I'm a time traveler from 2714. Earth will begin a war with aliens within months after the great wave hits. Ooh, this is another guy saying, absolutely another guy saying a war with aliens and then another tsunami. Two for two. That's can't be good. I'm getting to the end of it. Don't worry, people. I'm almost done here. Stick with me. Just a couple more. I'm a time traveler from 2160. In 2023, a major food shortage happens in Russian happens and Russian leadership is also changed. Oh, I hope so. See that one? I'm I mean I don't like the the food shortage, but uh Russian leadership change, I'm fine with that one. Uh let's keep on keeping on. Next one, two more to go. We're down to the last two. This next one says, I'm a time traveler. The exact date a horrific global conflict will engulf many nations has been finally revealed. All right. March 3rd, 2023. The official beginning of World War III is declared with 82 nations involved. Boy, we don't have a lot of time left. You've got shit to do. If you guys want to do something or see somebody or, you know, date somebody or have sex with whomever, with their permission, of course, you got till March, basically, it seems like. And that's when all hell is going to break loose. So... 
get on it. Don't, um, it's time to live your life. Don't, don't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow won't come according to all these time travelers. And the last one, the very last one for this episode, I think. A time traveler has claimed that Elon Musk's Neuralink technology will be implanted in a human brain in a wild string of 2023 predictions. Um, let's see. What are the other 2023 predictions? Many, com- many countries will fin- face financial hardship and recessions in 2023. Uh, India will surpass China as the most populous country in the world. Nah, I'm fine with both of those. I mean, not fine, but um, I, I, you know, it's that seems reasonable to predict that. Um, a deadly disaster will hit the world next year. What is that deadly disaster? Here we go. No, that's a December 25th, 2022. So I don't see the deadly disaster. So with that, I'm going to say that's it for the idiots that are like posting on the sun and the daily news and all of the daily star and all of those, the mirror. Um, That's it for those. But now let's go over real quick to better ones, ones that I have more faith in. Let's go to Reddit for just a little bit. And the first thing I learned is that any old photo, even slightly resembling a celebrity nowadays, people will go, oh my God, Tom Cruise is a time traveler. Shia LaBeouf was in this photo from the Civil War. Obama dated my grandma in uh, 1921. Bill Bird, he he caught a fish with Ernest Hemingway. Like, you name it. Most of these photos don't look anything like the celebrity. But there's even the slightest hint of, like, oh, I could kind of see that. It kind of looks like a cross between Steve Carell and... um. Groucho Marx, then people are like, oh my God, that's proof that Steve Carell once, uh, you know, did a silent movie. It's bullshit. Just stop doing that is what I'm saying. Stop it. People resemble other people. Happens all the time. It doesn't mean time travel is real and you're clogging the internet, making it harder for me to find actual time travelers that are trying to get my attention. Okay. So. Did this, uh, let's see about this one. A time traveler from 2072 that posted on Reddit in 2018, did he get anything right? The answer is no, not even remotely. Um, He said that Donald Trump will die on March 13th, 2025. Maybe, I don't know. Vladimir Putin dies on June 6th, 2025. Let's hope that's earlier. Nicolas Maduro dies on October 1st, 2038, here's one that is happened in the past. We can actually check. He says that Carlos Salinas de Gotari dies on April 7th, 2020. I looked it up. That guy is still alive. Next, Jean-Marie Lapin dies on April 1st, 2020. So let's look up Jean-Marie Lapin. Uh, he's still alive. Two for two, wrong. The biggest riot after 2020 is the riots in Southern America in 2020. Nope, sorry. Kim Jong-un dies on June 6th, 2044. So we got a little ways to wait for Kim Jong. He's not going to live that long. Look at the dude. Um, any big wars? No, not until 2050. Who wins the UFC 2023? No, who wins UFC? Who wins UFC two twenty three? Khabib, Khabib or Tony? And they say that Khabib, boy, that's a long name, wins UFC two twenty three. So let's look at this one. Let's see what UFC two twenty three. Who won that one? 
All right, the Ultimate Fighting Championship, UFC 223. Oh, God. Khabib wins. Wow. Khabib wins. Uh, that's interesting. All right, so that guy got one right. Was there a World War Three? No, not until... Oh, he's saying not until 2072. Um, and the rest of all bullshit. So the guy got one right out of everything. But I also checked... Or I'm also reading up about this Khabib guy. He was... He was you know, destined to win, basically. He was the favorite to win. All right, up next, a time traveler in National Lampoon's vacation. National Lampoon's vacation movie. There was a time traveler. A time traveler from the future. I'm going to turn down the song because the, the, the X-Files theme song is going to make my make them kill my podcast. All right, so this guy says that if you watch the movie National Lampoon's vacation, when they pull over to ask for directions, that there's two guys that walk up to the car. The guy behind the main guy that's actually talking, the extra, if you will, the, the featured extra, is talking on an iPhone. No, he's not. It's a transistor radio. I posted that one over on the Facebook fan page as well. You can clearly see it's a transistor radio, not an iPhone. Doesn't even remotely, remotely look at it. <laughs> Doesn't even remotely look like an iPhone. Sorry, I just clicked on the... Uh, the UFO like cloud forms in Turkey on the Facebook fan page real quick. And, <laughs> and Russ said something very funny. So good job, Russ. You got me to laugh while I'm recording an episode. All right, let's keep on. Um, I was told about this time traveler on Twitter and I'm sorry, but it's debunk time. Someone was like, Hey, what about this guy on Twitter? He got it right. He predicted the queen's death. He said on February 4th, 2022, Queen Elizabeth II will die on September 8th, 2022. Proof of time travel. No. What it actually turned out to be was there is a dozen or so fake bots, if you will, fake uh, Twitter accounts that predict the Queen's death on every date imaginable. And then they delete that account when it, it doesn't actually happen. When it does happen, then they go, oh, oh, look here. Skip said on February 4th, 2022, that Queen Elizabeth will die on September 8th. We got it right. Proof of time travel. Sorry. Thankfully, someone smarter than me actually took a, a bunch of screenshots of Reddit throughout history and or of uh, Twitter throughout history and proved that one wrong. So no, just because they get a date right on Twitter doesn't mean they predicted it right. Next, a girl in the 2010 music video, Like a G6, is wearing an Apple Watch. It was first released in 2015. How could she be wearing it in 2010? This took me all of two seconds to look at my Apple Watch, look at hers, and go, there's four knobs on the side of hers. There's not four knobs on the side of my Apple Watch. Let me look back at other old Apple. No, it's not true. She's wearing a square watch that slightly resembles an iWatch. So, debunk. Moving on. I then went down the rabbit hole of Sergei Ponomarenko. Sergey Pom, uh, I'm just gonna call him Sergey. Sergey was a. It's a story about a guy that kind of like just went through a time rift and ended up 50 years in the future in the Ukraine. And it's a cool story. It's a fun story. I really like time rift stories. Like I often ask that to people. Like, what would you do if you're walking down the street and you you turn around the you turn a corner and as soon as you turn a corner, you're in 20. You're in 1920. You've gone back to 1920. You've gone back 100 years. 1923. 
you know, what would you do? Would you look around? Would you investigate? Would you go back? Would you step back immediately to get back to 2023? Here's my answer. <clears throat> if I was walking with rum and I took a, you know, corner, rum and I are on the corner, you know, walking and boom, we're in 1923. I would investigate because I have rum with me. Now, if I was by myself, nope, I want to get right back home because I'm not leaving my dog behind so I can go <clears throat> quantum leaping through 1923. But here's the problem. People would say, oh, I would totally do that because I would know what to do. I would invest in in Apple stock. Now, it's not till the 1970s. Oh, I would um I would investigate I would uh invest in the I would bet on the the Dodgers to win the World Series. Well, the Dodgers didn't win the World Series in 1923. You need to know historical facts. So if you're going to do this, do it right. And they'd be like, "Well, I've got an iPhone in my pocket. I would just show them." Cool. They'd lock you up because you have to, or the government would come and get you because you have some technology you shouldn't have that you can't really explain that doesn't really do anything because there's no cell towers or satellites for that matter. So you got to think logically. The smart thing to do right now, you've got enough memory on your phone, is to PDF or download or whatever, you know, basically the Back to the Future 2 thing. All sports for the past 100 years, all stocks to buy for the past 100 years, but you'd still have to be able to steal or get some seed money to do that first bet and then the second bet and the third bet. Yeah, you could make you could make your money, but not off the top of my head. I'm not that smart. I don't know the shit that's going to happen in 1923. I know it's bad. I know that uh, you know shit, you know food is cheap. That's about the most I know. I'd have a cool old car, sure, but you got to be prepared if you go through a time rift is what I'm saying. So, do that. Get all, even if you have to write it down on a little tiny piece of paper and put it in your wallet, that's even better. That's better than your being on your phone in case you can't access your phone for some reason. At least it's all written down. Plan ahead to go into the past, people. But getting back to Sergey, the story has no facts. The more I looked into it, I was like, oh, this would be a fun story. I'll tell the story about Sergey, the guy that was with his little camera, was going for a walk, then instantly was 50 years in the future and was very confused and was taken into the police station and told his story that he was from the past. And then they show the photos on the, uh, he said he saw a UFO. That's what caused the rift. Um, then they show the photos from the camera. There's so many things to debunk it immediately. His ID, the photo in the ID is a digital photo. Sorry, there's big, huge strike one right there. The photos that they developed from a camera 50 years ago were crystal clear, strike two, and then they said they found his wife, and his wife was now in her 70s, and she couldn't believe it, and she had photos of him from back in the day, and all the photos of him, again, are digital photos made to look old. It doesn't hold any proof at all. The more you look into it, the faker it actually gets. There's no facts. There's no dates. There's no proof that this guy even existed in the Ukraine. So, sorry. Faker than fake. Faker than most of these guys that are as fake as most of the guys that are on here on, on this episode. All right, but here's a cool one. Going back to Reddit. This is a person that says, I don't know if this is really time travel, but here's my story. You tell me. Keep an open mind. I had a paranormal matrix of time experience once. They'll explain it in a second. I really think time travel is going to be in its early stages of possibility in my kid's lifetime, and he's going to hop. He's going to hop, but get sent. He's going to, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Basically, what happened? When her kid was an in infant, sons A and B were both sleeping. Husband was at work. 
I was sitting in a hallway folding laundry and I got this weird feeling like I was being watched. I suddenly from I suddenly looked at the closet and behind the doors of the closet I hear a weird raspy voice say, "Hi mommy." Raspy voice, see? She's like, "It freaked me out to no end." I looked in the closet and there was nothing in there. But I thought I saw someone before I opened the door. Then, cut to 3 years later. I'm in a new apartment in a building next door. Had the exact same layout as the old one. Son B was at school. Son A was home napping. Husband was at work. I was sitting in the hallway folding laundry for about five minutes, and I get the feeling like I'm being watched. Then I hear this raspy voice say, Hi, Mommy. But this time, I recognize the voice immediately. It was Son A not napping. He was hiding in the closet, and he tried to scare his mom. So she's asking, is that time travel? Is that a time glitch? I'm more inclined to say that was a time glitch that it happened to her however many years ago, three years, yeah, three years ago from the same same kid. It's like, it's really, really scary. She's like, I often think about the time traveler in the first closet and I asked, is that my son? I think my son time traveled. Nope, I think it was a time glitch. I really think that was a time glitch, but it's kind of time travel, so I dig it. I thought that was a cool one to end this one on. With that, um, I don't know what to think of this episode. Like, usually when I finish an episode, I know, like, well, I like that episode. That was good. The Beatles one. Yeah, I like that. That was a good one. This one, it's so disconcerting because there's not a lot of proof. There's some dates. There's some dates that are coming up very quickly. If you wrote down some of those dates, you know, if you live in Alaska, get the hell out of Alaska. Or San Francisco, get the hell out of San Francisco. Or ultimately, in America, get the hell out of America. But what do we do with this information? can't really do much. I guess if you do live in that whatever town in Alaska, Whistler or whatever it was called, yeah, get out of there on that date that I just talked to you about earlier. Like, you can take a vacation on that day just to be on the safe side. So I guess it gives you some kind of heads up. But if we don't, if you don't live there, like for me, okay, let's see if that happens to Alaska on that date. And if it does, I'll be the first to go, shit, all right, that time traveler dude was real. I thought he was bullshit, but I guess he was real. But um, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. No time travelers have called me, 818-732-9399, January 12th. I'm sorry, January 21st. It's now 11.52 a.m. Come on, where are you? Here's your chance to prove to me that time travel is real. Yet, um... Nobody. Nobody's called for the second Time Traveler episode. Does that mean that time travel isn't real? Does that mean, no, not necessarily. I mean, time travelers just might not listen to this podcast. Look, I got friends that don't listen to this podcast, so it could just mean that they're not listening to this specific episode or this specific podcast, but it's making me believe less and less in time travel, I can tell you that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is time travel real? Do you think we'll ever get to go back? Will I ever get to go back and see the Beatles on the rooftop or go back in time and see Stitch? Who knows? I would love it. But who knows? You tell me what you think. Once again, I'm your host, Kurt Samig, and this has been another episode from the future of Paranormal Almanac. Now, Cyril Virus, Mastonomic.